0: Hi, I'm Janie,
1: and I'm Jesse, and this is the Waiting Game,
0: a podcast where we talk to comedians and other artists about why they decided to go all in, why they threw in the towel, or why they keep working nine to five and performing five to nine.
1: In other words, what am I doing with my life?
0: On today's episode, we talk to actor and producer Jerah Milligan.
2: Your life may be like whatever so you need it, but the thing is, I feel like you have to be willing to get fired.
0: This is the Waiting Game. So we're uh, with Jarrah Milligan, the wonderful Jarrah. We're you. so Am excited that you're here. At.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: We're with our wonderful producer, Jake. Um,
2: you have to describe Jake a little bit better. Like, you call him wonderful producer. You got to call him our dreamy producer. Uh, and I can say that as a person who has a producer on their podcast who also is super attractive.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: Jake is extremely dreamy. And I know your producer, Nick. Yeah, He's Nick i like, i um, envious of his beauty. His locks, he has like wonderful locks. Nick so Ratt. if you're listening
0: right now and you know another attractive producer, please send in a photo. We're going mm. to try and, you know, make a calendar out oh, of yeah.
2: them. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be, oh, we should have a producer calendar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, yeah. podcast producer calendar. It would just be
0: calendar. Nick and Jake Jake, You know what? Jake has,
2: Jake has on like a light uh, green, so I feel like he has to be like November or October. Oh,
0: I love that. That's yeah, great. Yeah, fall you know, coloring. Yeah, you fall What would color. Nick be?
2: Nick is a very like, um, like I call him like uh, cool homeless so I feel like he has to be like maybe, I mean, you know what? You know what he could be? He could be He could be your June or your August. Oh,
0: a summer. Oh, a summer yeah. yeah. Maybe he wants, oh, no. he's sweating a
2: little bit. No, no, no. Because like, cause he has that homeless. Look, he can layer. Let's give him January. He Let's gets start January. off the year. Okay, Let's we start, start off the, the year, year with him. You know, start off the year with Nick, you know?
0: That's great. Can so we guys, do, we're uh, filling out the
2: calendar. Send all your producers over. Yeah. You know, we got to fill this thing out. We got know? a
0: Kickstarter going $10,000 yep. for this project. Can, can we wait. do
2: a, Can we do a producer swap? Oh, we could. Let's not tell them we do it though. We just we'll just yeah. give them the wrong address, and they just
1: like show up and have no clue what's going Jake's on. Face is so red right now.
0: So for context to draw, you do a great podcast called Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Yes, with yes. James the Third and Jonathan Brayla. Yes,
2: and it's James, um, James the Third. His name confuses me because it's, it's spelled James, but then he has the Roman numerals Third. But it's the Third. Does he not want people up. to know his last name? Um, James. Is a wizard, y'all. Okay, cool. He's a, he's a straight up <laughs> wizard, and uh, I assumed. Yeah, he doesn't like people to know his name. You know, he's he's a hidden, hidden, hidden master. You know, a hidden master. It's a great
1: podcast, by the way. Thank you so much.
0: It's really
2: great.
1: Thank you so much. I'm a little bit biased to the Eddie Murphy episodes. I will say because oh, I'm a huge fan of his, especially in the 80s. So when you guys did Beverly Hills Cop, I was loving it.
2: Oh man, I actually love Eddie, and it, I just want an R-rated Eddie Murphy back. Yeah. I just want I just want like a hard R-rated. Eddie Murphy. Even though I feel like his comedy now. You probably could never get away with though, because like, oh some yeah, some of his specials. I mean, and and it, that's the thing with like the black community. They're they terrible with using the the f word, not f u c k, but the other right. one, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, uh, I think Still? They, no, not now. And that's honestly thanks to Kanye West, because he mm-hmm. literally made a statement of like years ago to stop using it. Yeah, and technically once he did, people stop. I hope. That maybe him. I feel like people are slowly doing it. We stop saying weird. the b word.
0: I was well. in uh, Europe in May, and I watched these British comedians on a special, and they all make fun of gay people. Like it's yeah, still it's cool so weird. in some places. It's such
2: a weird thing. It's like wh- why, why, why would you do that? It's so like, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's bizarre. Like, why do that? Because yeah, it's, it's not. I don't know, man. It's not a thing anymore. It's no, like they're I know. just it's everyone's a,
1: everyone. It's not a thing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's a different part of their culture, though. I feel like homophobia. Um, no, no, it, it, but it's a, the it's a thing. It's the thing of like I feel like it's it's
2: it's uh, like how you always will like make fun of a geeky person because you didn't really know that many geeky people, right. or you felt better than them. So I feel like some people are you like, just
0: don't know, yeah, just,
2: you just don't know. Like I mean, we live in New York, so it's right. like we have a benefit of being around everyone, right? Like you know all the races all sexes like i know so many like empowered women so many empowerment it's like everyone is just everything where it's like
0: and now i can like you know, i can hate people but just because of who they are and you know yeah. deep down
2: yeah deep down because yeah. you've met so many people you can hate whoever I hate you want
0: everyone but yes. never because yes. of who they are exactly. on the outside no you yeah. just hate them <laughs> yes, you hate them personally really, really hate them. i hate you i hate them personally jake That's i would right. never hate you though
2: no. no i'm sitting
1: across from him and i'm falling in love yeah you know? <laughs> because of his outside yeah it's like his outside the thing about jake is his inside is also good i don't think i can get to know the inside also
0: i shouldn't shake it up right now jake has a beautiful voice you can sing he does musical improv with me
2: guys i'm jealous of singers so now i hate you okay god wow that was quick that was quick Oh, because he sings you should never you could have told me he wrote poetry and i'm like oh he's the best but you sing now you want to be attractive looking and you sing
0: he acts can you dance jake no,
1: I can't do. It. Good, a, yeah, good.
0: Draw Draw no, it's dance. Okay, good okay. dancer.
2: I mean, thank you. Oh my yeah. God, we've nah. had some
0: karaoke. Uh, oh my God. Sesh.
1: Uh, I'm also a great dancer.
0: Jesse's a great <laughs> dancer. Jesse, I feel like
2: you would. I feel like Jesse's the guy who like will have fun. Yes. partying.
0: Yes, we want to bring back some kind of Soul Train thing, actually, because I think it would be really fun. We to should have like a party at.
2: UCB. They always talk about doing parties at UCB, and we never did like like a, dance a Soul party. Train. Pa- yeah. oh, oh, we should have just yeah, a party. That would man. be a fun
1: dance. That
0: would like be so fun.
2: You know, party it up.
0: Party it up. Wow. So, what are you up to today, Dry? After this um, recording sesh?
2: Uh, today, <laughs> immediately after this, as a matter of fact, um, I'm heading to meet James, Bray, and Nick. Record an episode of Black Men Can't Jump. We have uh, uh, Alexander I mean, <laughs> Andrew Law on the show today, reviewing a uh, what is it? I mean, Rush Hour if you rush out, so that should be mm-hmm. fun. Then we're talk. You got,
1: talk, so each episode you guys talk about. Yeah, we review uh, a
2: different movie yeah. each week. We try to find a movie with, if we don't have a guest, it'd be like a movie with like a leading black lead that has to be a studio film. Um, if we have uh, a female guest, it'd be like a movie with like a female actress in the lead of a studio picture. And then whatever race, we kind of like filter around that. But the whole point is like, it has to be a studio movie, so like it has to be a movie that like Hollywood has backed, right? And the thing is, man, that shit is getting hard. That's
0: the right. thing; so you're gonna you, run out of movies. Yeah, it's so like getting no hard. Independent
1: movies, so you don't even really do like Spike Lee movies, right? No, because like the
2: thing is, because the thing is, it's like for you know, for women people of color, like you probably can get into a, a indie movie, you know, because technically that's someone you know, Jesse. That's like you be like, oh, I wrote this script and I can raise the money on my own, and then you can make it. Get into Sundance, and then you know Jake might be like, "Oh, I'm from the Weinstein Company. He will distribute it." So it's like it's not like a like no one no he didn't have to front money for you. You right. know, you did all the work. Right. Whereas like a studio picture, studio, they yeah. can make a like this a risk for them to do it. You right. know, like bridesmaids was a risk, right? You know, so that's why everyone ended up making so it's much money so because no one wanted to pay.
0: pay off like a yeah. bridesmaids and still it's so hard yeah
2: which is like so crazy i do even think about when i think about like uh, ghostbusters right now it's still the same yeah. team yeah they've had so much success but once they took on this franchise that was so beloved i guess to men mm-hmm. uh it's like wait 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 wait. i'm a, basically it comes to thing of like oh wait, wait i'm all about women you know doing stuff but this is the this is the thing i like you can't mess right. that up don't you know up it's up like thingies. don't mess up this thing so it's like once you get into it it it's hard, especially if you're trying to do it off of, like, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> movies, you're going to get the same actresses and actors. Will Smith, Denzel, Charlize Theron. Like,
1: People do push back against, like, institutions. Like, same thing uh, Same thing with Star Wars. Dude,
2: The Star Wars right now, the new movie, is so interesting to me because it literally represents... To me, it, it has everybody. You still have, like, Harrison Ford, you know, uh, Carrie Fisher. You have, uh, I believe her name is Daisy. It's her first <laughs> movie. Beautiful beautiful talented girl she's the lead you have uh john who's a black guy who's the second lead well i guess they're co-leads and then you have oscar isaacs who where's he from panama he's from he's yeah, from I think he's somewhere from venezuela, venezuela like he's from somewhere so you basically have like literally a cast that is super diverse and then there was a hashtag boycott star wars i was like yo this is
0: crazy that's crazy it's crazy
2: and the thing is like it is as diverse as you can get. Because as a matter of fact, Star Wars, it was open. You know what? I'm going to say it. I don't care. Uh, Star Wars, it was open when they were casting for John's role. Uh, it was open mm. for a white guy for eight months. Mm-hmm. And then last year, um, last year about, what was it? Like January, February, they opened up to everybody. So I went in for Star Wars like three times. Didn't get Are they get
0: making it. it
2: a comedy? Huh? No, but the thing is they just... I hate to say, I feel like the Chris Pratt effect is an effect, uh, which I oh, think talk is great.
0: about hot guys, which I got think is great. Hotter.
2: Who got hotter? That's got- who
0: I should have mentioned? But
2: but the, thing, but the thing about Chris Pratt is that Chris Pratt is just a human man. Like he's not like you know how most of the time you see like an attractive <laughs> right. man super, and they're boring,
0: like no, Joe Mangello. Yeah, he's he's a extremely that? attractive. He's in Magic Mike. He's attractive, but he's you need someone oh, like True Blood
2: guy. Yeah, yeah. like people. Have, I think I think he does comedy sometimes, but like you need. You can be a leading man and then still smile and crack a joke. Right. That doesn't mean you're like, hee, hee, ha, ha. It means like, oh, you have a personality, a person. you know? And that's what Chris Pratt showed everybody. It's like, oh, I can be a comedian, go to the gym. Yeah. Like, literally, that's like, I can go to the gym. That's all he did. That's all he did. Like, he was always a good actor, always funny. He's like,
0: oh, Very likable. Just work out. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Just work out.
2: So that's kind of, I think, what they did with, the John, with John's role. It's like, oh, we wanted someone who could not crack a joke, but just not be tough. Because right. most of these stuff, like, this is in the 80s. Like, you don't want Sylvester Stallone who can't take a hit, you know, and be like, you want someone who can be, a, like, dudes cry if something bad happens, you know?
0: So, you're talking about, on your podcast, diversity in Hollywood, and how hard it is to be an actor and try and mm-hmm. get a role that has, like, depth to it. Yeah. And you are an actor yourself. Yeah. So, that's something that you know, and also your yeah. co-hosts know firsthand, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Like, that's...
2: Funny. Yeah, I mean, my first guest spot is playing a dumb... Drug dealer. Yeah. So, uh finding, I would say things are much better, and I think it's it's mainly because of uh Empire being mm-hmm. such a good hit on Fox. But like, I mean, I just filmed two weeks ago episode of Blue Bloods, which I'm super thankful to get. Like, I'm not even going to pretend, but you know, the first day they didn't have the character to my name on the trailer; it just said uh gang member, <laughs> and I'm like that. Just like, like you want, I wanted to take a picture to be like, Ma, I got a trailer, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like. That's not the picture I wanted no. to take, you know. And then I forgot to lock my trailer, and like some kids from the neighborhood opened the door and just hung out with me for like 15 minutes because I didn't know to lock the trailer.
0: Where was it filming?
2: Oh, it was filming uh, Lower East Side. So I was literally on the same block as UCB East, just uh, more where the bars are, like uh, over by Fat Baby and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was directly outside of Fat Baby, my trailer, and like I guess there's a high school or something nearby, and literally like, kids walked in. Can we? Can we part of the gang? And I was like, that Yeah, is, man, you could just that's hang out. So they end up hanging out with me for like 15 minutes. That's yeah, so the funny. trail they go to is the gang trail. The gang member one. <laughs> they open the that door. They open the yeah. gang member trail. And uh, yeah, that's they saw me really since. you were like the gang leader. Well, I was one of them. It was just like a member. gang. It was no, a To gang, those kids. To the yeah, kids. To, the gang, <laughs> to the kids. To the kids, I was like initiating people into the gang of blue bloods. <laughs> that's you know? so funny. But yeah, man, it's gotten better. But it's also that thing of like, we say the same thing on the podcast. At least I tried to. It's like, people just want to be human like sometimes i feel like i can't speak for all women but like you know sometimes they don't want to be the sex symbol you know like they want to be able to whoop ass and then you know cry. like most dudes i feel like you love your wife you know you love your girlfriend you don't have to be an asshole every single time like right. there's layers to people that i think you know yeah people need to explore more it's taking time to yeah get it's getting there because now, now people are it's like getting there yeah, yeah It's getting get in there It's getting there
1: you know All right. So, uh, what do you, so you're you're filming this podcast or you're recording this podcast. Podcast.
2: And then tomorrow we're doing, well, won't be tomorrow when this airs, but like we're doing a live show at the Pit, our first ever live show uh, at the People's Improv Theater, which is going to be interesting because I've never recorded a live podcast in my life. And it's so, I mean, you guys have a podcast. It's so weird after a while when you think about it, like people don't always listen to music. Mm -hmm. Like it's like a new version of radio. So it's like, like you encourage, you can do whatever you want, and like people are so invested in that stuff, and like so people are so invested in us, and it's shocking to me because it's like you've never physically met me. Like why do you why do you care about you know what I have to say? But like people actually give a damn, and it's, it's like true. so interesting. It's like oh,
0: we didn't. It's a for a while, and a lot of people started harassing me.
2: But it's the thing because people like look forward to hearing your opinion because you yeah. may. Like, you either they agree with you or they disagree. And they just want to know. Yeah. They want to, like, either battle you or, like, I want to invest in. They're yes, invested. you're speaking for me. That kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah, we're doing that. And then, um, I don't know, guys. I'm trying to figure out if I can book one of these jobs. I've been up for a couple of shows and I haven't got near one. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go back real quick. I mean, it's
1: that thing of, you know, a regular person. I think podcasts, like, allow the listener to, like, a peek into um, someone's life and, like, you know, yeah. more of, like, who they are than what they would know if they just met them.
2: Yeah, on the street. Yeah. It's, it's it's weird, man. It's like, because it's more relaxed. Like, right now, we're in Jesse's wonderful, wonderful living room. I'm moving in, <laughs> y'all, just so y'all know. And it's like, this is the most relaxed spot you can be in, you know? Right. And it gives off that relaxed vibe. So it's like, you could be going to work and you want to hear, like, people just talking. Just talking. It'll help ease you, especially if you live in New York and it's like the stress of, like, Oh, is that guy going to touch me on the train? Oh, is that person homeless? Oh, I didn't know they were homeless. They sat next to me. Oh, they smell. It's like do I get up? I don't want to get up. Like you know, it's like it can help calm people. You know, yes.
1: totally. And what's helping me be calm right now is how attractive Gerard and Jake Stop both it. are. Stop it!
0: Stop it! It's listen, true. I feel like Janie are Dra- also very
1: beautiful, but I. Oh, thank you. Um,
0: but I don't. I'm not making it on this calendar. Well, no, no, no. You no,
2: know. listen, Janie. Um, I feel like I live in a world now where like you are extremely attractive, but I want you to know that I respect you as a woman not because of your attractiveness um physically. Just so uh, I feel like I never know what to say to women that's anymore really, now. That's really
0: perfect. I have no clue I think what you to say. Nailed it. And Thank I you. also want to point out everyone's attractive. Jesse looks like Josh Jackson.
2: Oh, and Jesse Jesse's home alone. makes me be like, "You know what?"
0: I, I could do, it, I right? do this, right? You
2: know, this is the kind of like establishment he's working so with. Like what I this, do this podcast
0: is his insight into four <laughs> extremely beautiful people. What we oh. talk about when we're oh. alone. You
2: know, <laughs> you guys are learning so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so wow. nice up here in our little ivory tower. I'm
1: gonna um, try and bring this back to. What okay, the, sorry, sorry, the podcast sorry. Is actually No, because I'm every once off in, in a, a while, well. we
0: may just get lost in each other's eyes. Oh, moment. I yeah. get
1: derailed every time I talk. That's only <laughs> reason. That's
0: also why I love the podcast, by the way, because it goes on these tangents oh. where you talk about like oh, it never... losing virginity and all that. It's just oh. great. Okay. And
1: and for the record, I do want to like on air, I wanna on air. Um I wanna to apologize to Giraffe for making him go and get me a coffee when I made <laughs> coffee for Jake and Janie. <laughs> you know what? It was an experience just for us. They yeah. weren't here
2: yet. Yeah. It was just for us. Okay. It was just for you guys. So. Yeah, it was just for us. It was and, our moment.
0: Um okay. So I'll also talk about your week. You are you have a very cool
2: day job yes 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 i work for uh viacom so i usually like freelance produce slash write for like um a lot of the live shows and comedy shows they do so like i've worked like the vmas the movie awards um i used to work on wild and out guy court now i'm working on a show called uh the 20 which has shannon coffee who used to run UCB the registrar,
0: registrar here
2: in new york ucb all right citizens brigade they're getting a the shout out um so she's the host of my show Um, And we do, like, comedy bits mixed in with, like, a music video countdown. Right. So we're filming that Tuesday and Wednesday. But, like, you know, man, that stuff is, like, I will say this. I am extremely thankful for that job because, Mm -hmm. you know, my parents aren't very rich or whatever. So I can send them money. I can take care of myself without having to, like, ask for stuff. But, like, good God. Like, some days, not necessarily the show I'm working on now because Shannon is really, really good. Like man, I've been on shows where like your job is to make people look
0: funny, right? Which is hard, probably as a funny person. Yeah, it's
2: like it is. It is like the like I. You know, I'm gonna tell you guys something right now. Only okay. very people know this job. Like just working in TV used to be so stressful mm. that like my mid twenties, I was extremely suicidal. Like, really? so much, like, really? I, like, a shrink, because it was, like, my job, because basically, like, you know, you go to acting class, and I still go to acting class, and you would be in class with people who are, like, or at UCB, people who are working extremely hard, mm-hmm. who are very, very talented, but haven't caught that break yet, and mm-hmm. you're, like, I remember going to UCB and then having an acting class, and working at MTV, and then, like, comparing the three. Like, to me, UCB people worked harder. Not gonna say they were more talented than everyone else, but they worked harder, like, if you're a comedian, like, you're doing, like, sketch shows. You're doing stand-up shows. You're in class. You're writing something. You're doing a lot. My acting class, um, they were very talented actors. A lot of them were very attractive. And a lot of them were all, like, basically, you'd be at UCB, and this person wouldn't have an agent. Whereas this person in this class is auditioning for, like, you know, Steven Spielberg, and they're only okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and then on TV, at MTV, there's this person who – is decent at what they do but they're on tv and my thing is i couldn't figure out like why one group was more successful than the other so basically like i would go to class i didn't have auditions at the time and i would hear about people meeting like tina Fey, amy poland like with ease though like people who like oh i started acting like two months ago booked my first gig it's like what i'll go to ucb and you know ucb is very once you i guess prove your worth there it's very welcoming at first, it wasn't. You know, I was spoken about it a lot. It's not the most friendly place, at least not at first. And then you go to MTV or VH1, and it's like, oh, many people are on TV. I was like, I feel bad for my ex-girlfriend. I used to, like, my mind was not in the right place because, like, your job is to make this person funny. Like, I could see Jesse do a show. like, oh, Jesse should be on this show. But I can't put him on this show because they're like, oh, does he have Twitter followers, though? Mm-hmm. And now I have I this don't. person. I don't, I don't. But it's the thing is, like, now I have this person who has that. But they can like write a good tweet or do a good vine, which they've recorded a hundred tries. But I put them on stage in front of a live audience and they're terrible. So now I have to go add, you know, fake laughs to do whatever. Where it's like, no, just get someone whose job it is to make people laugh in person. Right. It's like, it's such a. So it used to drive me crazy. I had to go to it. Like, it was crazy. I was like, man, I'm never making it. And you I'm were never in all anything. three
0: worlds at once. Oh, I used to been, lose
2: my shit. You
0: were so in it. And
2: it was no, at that point, like now because of Empire, there's like more black people, I guess, on TV. Or some of the shows that are coming out that I've auditioned for this year, they aren't out yet, but hopefully they will come out. So then there was no roles to audition for. So it's like, right. ugh, I always wanted to be like, oh, I wanted to be like the cool white dude with the cool hair because he could at least get in the room. Yeah, you know.
0: And on top of that, what you were talking about, which is a, something I think we all know from the improv and the comedy world, is this pressure too to make your own stuff. So yeah. on top of like all the things you're doing yeah. and the places you go, what are you making? But what are you writing? is,
2: that's that's is weird because that's only a comedy thing. Mm. Like you're not about to ask. I mean, of course there are people who do like short films and stuff. You know, everyone knows Lena Dunham got on from a short film. I'm sorry, no, she made a feature. My God, her feature that she did and got her pitch. But like, some of these actors aren't out here doing like. Their own movie, their own show, right? And I mean, in the some of them are not. Of
0: this, you made Quarter Life.
2: Yeah, me and my friend uh, Dave Garrel we wrote and raised money to do this, not a sitcom, this 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 dramedy, half an hour dramedy called uh, Quarter Life, which we did have a chance to pitch to HBO. Which was interesting because the 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 woman who called us in is the head of like auto development. Because of schedule, she had to keep rescheduling. So she passes off. She's like, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to, like, you know, keep redoing this, you guys. Like, I want to make sure you guys get in here to pitch it. She set us up with a meeting with someone else. And I guess if you're wealthy or something, maybe you can get your kids a meeting. So, basically, we end up meeting with this guy. And it's me. I think I was, like, 27, 28 at the time. My friend Dave, who's much younger than me. My friend Justin, who is, like, in the middle of us. So, we're all, like, between 22 and 27. But we made this show. It was color corrected, it edited, sound mixed, like, we used red cameras so it's professional. Everyone was in SAG or whatever. Um, and we're doing the pitch. Obviously, the guy has no clue. Like, no clue what the show's about. And at one point, he literally says to me, because I'm the oldest. He's like, so how old are you? I was like, oh, I'm, you know, 27. And I'm thinking I'm an adult. And he's like, oh, man, you guys are fucking kids. Like, he said it like that, like, I was like, what do you mean? Like you do realize you gave a woman a show when she was twenty-four. Right. Like I just don't have an old person in the room with me, you know? Right. right. And then I was like, you know, we gotta sound mixed it, sound mix. The show sound like he was shocked that I knew what the world the word sound mixed was. Like what do you So basically I hate to say it, like that meeting was a waste of time. Because wow. he had no clue. He thought it was a, a favorite to like somebody, obviously. So I was like, you do realize like none of us knew um woman that called us in she, you know, she called us in. So I was like, it was literally the biggest waste. I was oh, so upset. No, that's tough. that's tough after he was like, that
0: work to yeah. go and it's your, you know, you're thinking I'm you going to go must been pick so this excited.
2: Show. Oh, I game. was so excited. I think is, I, I kept the ID. Boom. Yeah. They tried to get me to turn it in. Oh, this is what she said. She's like, oh, everyone's trying to do a show about millennials. Ricky Gervais uh, is pitching us one. I was like, Ricky Gervais <laughs> is in his 50s. Why I was like, he's in his 50s. I, 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 like, you have three men in their 20s right. who are telling you they're living this. Because our show was about, like, I mean, it was kind of different from girls. It was like, we all, like, I'm black, Dave's white, Justin's like mixed. And it was like, our show was about, like, doing, you know, you go out, you party, you do cocaine, and got to wake up at eight o'clock to do a presentation. Like, that's what our show was about, like, a manic New York. And I'm like, yeah. It's
1: that's the that's standard uh, yeah.
2: life of every New Yorker. Everyone does Tuesday. that, right? Everyone Tuesday. does that. That's a Tuesday. Yeah. You know, you got yeah. a big meeting on Wednesday, do some cocaine, <laughs> you know, five o'clock in the morning on Wednesday morning. Jake's doing coke off the yeah. keyboard right now. That's why he's so quiet. He's getting it in the keys. Hey, you know what though? For all the cocaine you do, you still look really, really dreamy yeah. and really focused, Maybe that's man. a secret. Is that what you do? Is that, how you, is that what attractive people do? They just do a bunch of coke? Maybe. Yo! <laughs> Jake has put us onto the
1: game. Yeah, Jake? You you He's so water. thin because he does so much coke. Oh, that you know what? Asshole.
0: If someone does a lot of coke, is there like a physical telltale sign?
2: Nose, your nose is red, and uh, they always, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. The blood coming yeah. out of your, <laughs> <throat> your nose, your nose is nose always pleased. a thing. Interesting. And
2: cocaine is uh, a rich drug, so oh, if you know, yeah, someone yes. doing coke, that means they got some money. The
0: high lasts like not at all, it's so short, 20 minutes. Right? I, think, I mean, listen, like,
2: that's too rich for me. If y'all see me get a movie and y'all like, draw, why don't you show up?" Because I did coke for the first time. Because I'm rich. Shit, <laughs> I'm rich. I don't,
1: know, I don't know if it's still a thing. I remember like coke? back in the day. No, no. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, it was they would call it poor man's coke, and it was just crushing up Ritalin and snorting Ritalin. Is that oh, still a thing? I mean, it might be. Is Ritalin, probably. This, or now it's uh, what's the new? Adderall? Oh, Molly Adderall. Oh, Adderall. Molly's <laughs> new.
0: I'm Molly. Molly's
2: a Molly's a thing. Boy. I don't know
0: where Molly came from, but all the people are on it.
2: Listen, and Molly. Apparently, she's a wonderful person. <laughs> apparently, Especially Molly your, your walks. College.
1: Up. Huh? Especially your
2: college. Oh yeah, my
0: college got in trouble. Wesleyan University shout out. Oh,
2: wait, 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 where? Is that in Boston?
0: It's in uh, Connecticut. Oh. Wellesley's in Boston. Gotcha, gotcha. They're similar schools. Uh, but mine had men. And uh they have a lot of they had a big Molly problem. <laughs> but mine had men. And a bunch of kids got sick from it. They got and sick I, from Molly. Yeah. They weren't ready. They were. they're young, you know what I mean? But uh just <laughs> proud <laughs> is what I am.
2: <laughs> oh God. That that yeah, man. Sorry. Oh, now, now, I remember, now I remember what I was talking about. I told you I'd go off tangent. That's why. I, that's why I, oh, but basically like, yeah. So TV stuff. I mean, yeah, man. The job is cool. I can get my friends auditioning for shows. Mm-hmm. The only problem is like my, my bosses are uber supportive. So if I have an audition or something, they will let me leave and like when I book Blue Buzz, they let me out. They're super supportive. But it's interesting because it's supportive if if like I'm doing it on my like if I'm like, hey, I have this audition that is outside of Viacom, super supportive. If it's a show that I, that is at Viacom, like, yo, I can do this show.
0: That's so funny. They won't let me
2: do it. Because you like,
0: could and you're in that they, position. You but, to put your friends in yeah, instead. I can
2: put yeah, I can basically put my I can substitute myself for my friends. Right. So it's like where it's like, yo, I can this is literally the niche. For instance, like, there was an audition for a show that's coming up. And I got emailed the audition, like, five times by, like, five yeah, different people. Yeah. And I'm like, and I know. I was like, yo, I know I had that audition. I was like, I'm pretty, you pretty sure I'm one of the best it. ones for this. Yeah. And I know I'm not going to get it because it's almost like you work with us. You know, you're right. like, you're with us. We can take your referral because we know you do that other thing. So it's, like, kind that's of a weird. Funny. It's supportive, but, like, not. It, they're super supportive, but, like, I don't know. It's weird.
0: So, do you have goals within your day job career to have stuff you can put yourself in? Uh,
2: no, to me, like when, the only reason I did TV is because when I didn't know how to, like, where I'm from, like people, I'm from Southeast DC. You're not about to tell your parents I want to act. You know what I'm saying? That's just not. I mean, even saying you wanted to do anything, but like, like everyone in DC works for the government. My mom worked at Georgetown University at the hospital. And it was like,
0: did you always know you wanted to act? Oh,
2: always, like always. And I remember I wanted to go to uh, Duke Ellington, where like um, Dave Chappelle, a lot of famous people went. But like, that's a you're only acting there. Remember, I wanted to apply to like the University of the Arts in um, Philadelphia. Like, oh, you gotta have a backup plan because you know, like you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, I don't know. Like, I, like this is not a thing. So, for instance, I studied uh, film. My major was in theater with like a minor in philosophy but you can kind of take film classes for production i didn't tell my parents what my major was until like junior year where it was too late really? to change it yeah it was too late to change it uh, like we hit it we <laughs> yeah. in it now what you want to do do it all over so they had no choice uh, but they're supportive as hell now so so, I'm not you, even so, playing
1: so, so, you're from dc you're but you always wanted to be an actor always so if, i could tell you the
2: movie that made me want to act and it's that? very embarrassing it is so embarrassing it's the movie licensed to drive it's uh Corey, With the two Corys, the
0: two Corys. Who <laughs> are the two? Oh, Corey Feldman, yeah, Corey Yeah,
2: and Corey Ham. Yeah, it was the most. It's it's like when I think about the first movie, that I was like, oh, I. It probably isn't like I was like, this is great. It was like I can do that. I remember it seeing it. Easy, yeah. I was like, I remember watching the movie. Like it was on maybe on like Showtime or something because I was like home by myself and I was like, yeah. I can do this. That's hilarious. I'm so the funny.
1: The two Corys were like your inspiration.
2: It was crazy. I remember the scene. It was like uh the younger Corey. I think it's Corey Ham, right? The younger one, yeah, the one yeah, who passed yeah. away. Yes, it was him, and he was trying to get his license because it was a really attractive um, girl he wanted to take out, and uh, he didn't know what condoms were. He thought condoms were like a lollipop or something. Like cause he was like whatever. And I remember this scene of like him having all these colorful like condoms, and like he had finally got the license. Like it was like a bit was a big deal. And like I like, I remember thinking myself, I, like, I can do that. I
0: can pick the yeah. car. I can do that. That's easy. And then I
2: saw Batman Returns um, a year later, and I was like, oh, I gotta be Batman.
0: Because you wanted Michelle
2: fight Oh, Michelle Fiverr is st- like <laughs> I remember. I remember having my mom surprise me in first grade with a birthday party. It was a Batman. I am obsessed with Batman guys.
0: Oh no! Um, the see first where it two, the Tim Burton
2: Batman, the
1: Tim Burton, the Tim, Burton, Tim Batman's are the best. Okay? I, was, I was obsessed with those Batman. They were so good. I had all the toys. I still have the that Batmobile. I know I have the old like '60s Batmobile. Did I have the old VHS, VHS tapes. I still
2: got the tapes. You didn't even have place to play those. Nope. But I still got the tapes. Bye bye.
1: <laughs> but like I remember loving
2: Michelle Piper. But it's like I studied film because I'm like, you know what? Did you do theater in high school? No. I did. did. I didn't I didn't do theater in high school because like my high school didn't get a theater department oh. until like my senior year, I think. Wow. So I think I had like one line in one of the plays, but like I started I couldn't even do theater in college. I mean I did Trojan Women, but uh they didn't have any plays that involved like Black dudes, so I was like, there was nothing for me to like. We did Trojan Women, and like they let me be a soldier because there were no men auditioning, so there were no, and I'm and I was very they close. Let you be a soldier, yeah, and I was very close with like um, the head of the department, and I remember her telling me once, oh uh, Chris, you're the best, uh, that they wanted to do um, a Raising in the Sun, but. I forgot what the reason was. One, it wasn't that many African Americans in the program, but also it was like they do like one big play a year and it almost would like, she was like, we don't want to like alienate anybody because basically you couldn't have any white people in it because the signs all this black. This is
0: college theater. Why couldn't they do it's, a play it, and cast it, you in no the one main hall? No one cares. Yeah, no, one cares. no, no cares. one cares.
2: But the thing is like that, that was the thing. So I remember that like in college. I think it yeah, didn't even place for me to audition. Whoa. for. I mean, it, it, I'm pretty sure it's much better now, but I just wanted to be able to do films. I wanted to be able to direct my own stuff. Produce my own stuff. Either put myself in it or put my friends in it. Because to me, it's like what Broad City does is so great is they can they literally hire friends and right. people who are like from UCB. They give back, and my thing is like if you can get on, you gotta yeah. give back. You gotta give back. You gotta give back. You know. Totally. So that's why I did like the whole TV thing. I and then, how did you get your be. first job after college? Uh, I in college, <laughs> so I got an internship my junior year. Uh, at VH1, hated it. Mm-hmm. Hated it. As a matter of fact, one of the guys I had to work for just got hired back to uh, VH1. And now I'm like, I have a very high up position. And I'm like, the moment they tell me to work with this dude, I'm going to be like, fuck this dude. Really? Like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for someone to tell me I have to work with him. Because I won't forget. Because oh, like, I'm very big. Like, I can't forgive. I will never forget. Uh, was but this like
0: 2008?
2: This was like, no, no. I'm much older than that, y'all.
0: Wait, oh, so this was while you were in college.
2: This is while I'm in college. Because I remember, you know, people never forget. Like, when they say be nice to interns, be nice to whoever, like. If I see you being an asshole to someone else, I will not like it. Could is, it could have been a bad day, but he was consistently an asshole. Yeah. So I'm like, no, you're just an asshole. I don't want to work for that guy. Um, but my senior year, thanks to the head of my uh, department, I forged paperwork to get my internship at MTV proper because uh-huh. you only could do it once, and I already got college credits. So she helped me like put it on my schedule, filled out the 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 thing saying like, oh, I approve of this. Let me submit it, and then she took it off of my schedule, so were I those could like
0: paid internships.
2: No, they are now, but they were all free. So my senior year, like that year, I didn't have any family who I could stay with up here, so right. I would come up on. I would come up early Monday mornings. I worked in Baltimore where my school was. I worked for Verizon, cell phone company. Uh, I would leave work. <laughs> my mom would drop me off at the bus at like 1 a.m. I would come straight to the office. I would. Sleep at the office, I would like lie, so I would really? like sneak out when everyone else left. I would go to like Lincoln Center watch a movie, come back at like ten ten thirty when everyone was gone, and like take my someone someone knew, but he didn't say anything I didn't know he knew until the end of it, but like I would like hide my stuff and like I never took a bag when I left, which is so dumb on my part, and I would like take my sleeping bag out, sleep, wake up at like five thirty six shower upstairs in like the sink. Come back, and I always was at work super
0: early. So five days a week, you slept. I did it for three. Office.
2: I did it for three. I would do it. My internship was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Wow! So I would do it for like Monday night, Tuesday night, and then. The plot Wednesday. Of a movie? No, it, I don't know.
0: I don't know, but, but, but it was it like speaks a lot to one. I mean, how hard you were working, and two, the fact that like even if you get the internship, you have to have money to have it.
2: Yeah, yeah, because you got to stay because like they don't give you money to stay in New York, and they
1: weren't paid. Then no now one they're could paid. Afford that? If so not. All right. So your whole uh, so. You wanted to be an actor, right? Since yeah. you were young, mm-hmm. so, but you were, you started interning at MTV uh, mm-hmm. during college. Yeah. So at that point, was like the goal to start working full time and get hired at MTV with the goal of like I want to move to New York and eventually just be like go on auditions and, or were you content on just working at MTV? Well, I only like,
2: wanted to get to New York just to get. Well, I wanted I went to LA first. Went to LA, loved it. Ran out of money. So I was like, because I couldn't afford to keep the car. Okay. Because like, in that point in LA, it was like, gas was $4. Like, I just couldn't, and I lived in the yeah. Valley, so I just couldn't do it. Yeah. So I came to New York, and my thing is, I just needed to get to New York. Because I'm weird, I research a lot of stuff, and I was like, all the black men came from New York. It's so like, I got to get to New York, establish whatever, get better, and then I can come back to LA or do whatever the hell.
1: So the goal was always still to be an actor. Always. Always the goal was to be so, an actor. But you
2: needed to find a job in order to pay yeah. to live in New York. Exactly. And so, worked at MTV. I mean, it was cool, it was great, but then when I first started, of course, the people I work for now, and even at MTV too, are way more supportive than the people I originally worked for. Because basically like every kid apparently works at MTV, like, oh, I want to be on air. I'm like, right. I want to be on air, but I won't be on air at MTV, I ain't, I ain't trying to talk about no music videos, interview right, nobody. Right. Fuck that. I want to be interviewed. You know? Is that weird. why
1: you picked working on MTVs? because it was in the entertainment industry? Yeah, and like you I was like, it was, it maybe was young. A, you were young. Yeah. And like, it was like, oh, it's cool. I want to work on MTV and like maybe it's a step closer to what I actually want exactly. to do. Like it felt close to that world. It was accessible. It was like, oh, uh-huh. young
2: people do this. And it was the only place I knew. So basically what I did was uh, I just Googled MTV internships and it was like, you had to email this like, Internet, whatever the hell thing so i just emailed it <laughs> i emailed that email address twice a day for like four weeks <laughs> and then i emailed it so much that i got called for an interview like three times
0: that's so funny because i
2: emailed it so much because i was like yo because i didn't know anybody to like have a hookup so it's like i was like we got to get out we got to get on like, that's what goes, like, you, you, you did it. The only problem is, man, is, like, you work on somebody's shows, and you see how it works. Like, you see, like...
0: It must be disheartening.
2: It is. It's like, you see, like, oh, this producer hired this woman because they are attracted to it. Right. Not because she's good. Or, like, oh, this guy reminds me of, like, one of my bros from, like, college. Not because he's good. Right. So, you know. All right, so you're working at MTV, and how long have you been working there? I've been on and off at MTV, I mean... <laughs> what's it, 2015? Damn. Maybe like nine years. And you are a
0: freelancer. I'm a freelance producer, so you pay for your own health insurance and stuff like that. Um, the
2: thing is, it's tricky. Before we did, and like once you make a certain amount of days, they will pay for it. But because I'm freelance, it's not like I'm like right now. For instance, I could get insurance through work, but I'm worried about doing it because I'm like I'm freelance. So say I get like say my show ends because my show might end next month and. December and I'm like, then what am I gonna do for insurance? So I have Obamacare right now. Okay. And I just joined SAG, so I guess I could get it through SAG. I like I don't I don't freaking know, man.
0: And then at the same time as you're doing this process, you got you managed to get a commercial agent and a legit agent yeah. too. Yeah. And when did that happen?
2: I got my legit agent last well, we probably started working together like August, September ish. Mm-hmm. Um I got put on a Used B house scene with some of my friends and uh I skipped a rehearsal. I, I rarely ever skipped rehearsals. I skipped a rehearsal to do a charity event. One of my good friends from back home was like, uh his ex girlfriend at the time was like, Oh, I'm doing this charity event. We need an artist. Like basically it's supposed to be like it was a, a talent show for like inner city kids. Cause I like to go back to like the kids. You know I don't want kids, but <laughs> <laughs> uh like uh I went back and it was like uh this this thing that had kids do poetry, some rap, some dance. And it was supposed to be, like, a director. So it was, like, a, a guy who directed, like, um, Broadway shows. It was a choreographer, so this woman did do the choreography. There was an agent who is now my agent. And then there was, like, the, the the starving artist, the one that's closer to the kid's age to, like, do whatever. So I got there. I didn't know who anybody was. Me and my agent now, Ken, uh, Ken Lee, if you guys find him. He's the best. I love him. Uh, Ken... Happened to be there. We ended up just chatting without knowing what each other did. So uh, Ken got announced, because they announced everybody before they went on stage. So Ken got announced. I was like, oh, shit, these dudes were innovative. (laughs) Um, So he went out. And then at this time, I was working on, like, Guy. I think I was like, I just finished Wild Out. But they, like, announced, oh, he's done Wild Out. He's done Guy Code. I mean, Guy Code, that kind of stuff. And he reps some of the people from Guy Code and Girl Code. So he knew of some of the people. So afterwards, matter of fact, Astronomy Club, the team I was on, had a show right after, and this is like when some of the HBO stuff was happening, so I was like extremely like cocky and confident. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, we ended up walking like, I mean, after the show we ended up hanging out and just like walking halfway, literally halfway to Queens. uh, And then we set up a meeting like a month later Matter of fact, we set up a meeting the week before our HBO meeting. So I was like, "Dude, I'm about to get a US show." Fly. Yeah, I was like, "Dude, I'm about to get a show." I don't give a fuck what's because I've been oh, like that man. dude who's been with agents who have never been, sent me out. Right, you know, like, right. I, like sometimes you can get an agent and everyone gets so excited, but you could just sit on the roster. Like, I mean, I've been with agents who've had me send me on one audition, but like wouldn't let me break the contract. So it's like you've been with them for like a year and been sent out to one audition, one audition that you kind of got yourself. So it's like All now you stuff just, is
0: really hard for someone to once you get there there's not really someone helping you figure it out No, you, you just gotta own. figure it out on your own mm-hmm. and a lot of like I'm sure people make a lot of mistakes or you, yep. your friends help you out but
2: yeah I mean basically you gotta find someone to ask like and it's sometimes even awkward for them cause like you know if you have a good agent like I've tried to refer some of my friends but I technically for my agent for Ken he's probably gonna listen to this so I'm gonna say it anyway like for him I'm probably like the side project cause like uh-huh. all of his clients work like I legit I mean I just booked one thing but like all of his clients work, but me. So I'm the one he can afford to take a risk on. Right. You know. Right. Whereas, like, I want to try to get some of my friends' agents, and I referred them to like, you know, innovative and like Stuart Talent. But it's like, if I'm not booking, then it's like, how can they? Like, how can I help right. someone else? Because right. like they're like, you're not even making me money. Why would right. I take someone else? That's not Why like, would you I know take someone else.
1: But like, you know, getting on Broad City and getting to audition for Star Wars and things like that. Have, that stuff came before I even had an agent. That, came
0: that you were Jesse, you were in Broad City too.
2: I
1: was in the background
2: on Broad but City, but you
0: got a random email. Yes. And did you get a random? I email?
2: had at the time I was like freelancing with a manager who set me up with the audition for Broad City. The thing is, but before I even started freelancing with her, I took a class. Like you know, in New York, you can do like those paid. Like okay,
0: this I learned about. Some you can do like and I nearly fell off my chair. Yeah, in New York, I don't know.
2: In New York, places, you can do like one on one. You pay four hundred fifty
0: dollars for something. You'll you have to do that
2: much. There's mm-hmm. one the
0: commercial yes. one where you, you're not guaranteed it's, any work out of it. You no. get on camera training, and they're like, "We're going to connect you to agents," and then you send your headshot yeah. out. Or there's yeah. one on ones where you spend one hundred fifty dollars yeah. for this session with a cast. It's just insane how expensive these are.
2: It, it, it's crazy. Like I used to do. Some of those, like literally, all my money at one point went to like those classes. <laughs> they always they went to like those classes of like meeting the agent, meeting the cast director. And I met Seth White, who at the time was like Comedy Central's like uh, assistant cast director. So he ended up moving to Broad City. So like I knew him. So he would, and then once I got put on a team, because Broad City, for instance, they were legit cast from UCB's performer page, uh-huh. which is why, I mean, to be honest, at UCB, that's the. To me, that's one of the most important things. Like, if you're trying to like, of course, we love to perform, but if you're trying to make it out, you got to figure out a way to stay on that goddamn page yeah, or get yeah, on that yeah. page, because they cast straight up from that page, and if they don't see that type of person, then they go out. So I met Seth through there, and um, he would call me in, and then, uh, but it came from like those one on one classes. Yeah, you got to pay. I, know, I think if you're gonna do something like that, if you wanna act, I would pay for a casting director class, but not an agent class. Right. Because a casting director can call you in. An agent is like, man, they might be doing it just for
0: yeah, the Yeah, you want the casting director to yeah. know you. They yeah. have an incentive too to like you versus yeah. the agent, which is just like right. I, I just need more people.
1: But you, you were talking earlier about that you know, when you were working and you were doing the acting thing mm-hmm. and you were doing the the U C B like mm-hmm. improv classes yeah. thing and like the benefits of doing like U C B versus the benefits of doing um, like, like a senior reg- study class, yeah. Like so, what? And you said like those some of those guys like had agents already, and like yeah. But like you see, people were working harder. Is there? A, would you advise? Would you think it's you got to both. do both? You got to do both.
2: To me, you got to do both. And to me, that's one of the main issues I see in both. Like most of the people in senior study class don't know how to be relaxed without a script, because okay. sometimes, like you know, I mean, if you know, if you're blessed, you know, you may have an audition and it may be nine pages. That you have to memorize by the next morning. Like, I and mean, of course, like, of course, like they want you to be off book, but like no one's expecting you to memorize those nine pages. But if you have like an improv training, like improv teaches you, oh, this is what is happening in this scene. Mm-hmm. This is the motion you need to get to. So like you can kind of finagle it that way. But the problem with um, improv and sketch is that sometimes everyone says, play it real, play it real, play it real. But there's still that level of like, oh, I have to ham it up. A, not ham it up, but I have to like give these scenes a little kick to get to laugh because you need to laugh. Right. So it's like, I feel like sometimes it's like, improvisers could learn from, you know, being better actors from a scene study class and, and scene study people can learn to be more relaxed and more like improv heavy from taking it. So you got yeah. to, to do both to me. You do both. Because totally the people who, the, most of the people who book these roles, like when everyone's like, oh my God, uh, you know, Shashir got this or someone got this, like those people are doing more than just improv. Those right. people are like, they're in class, or even like if you're stand up is your thing, like they have whatever their thing is
1: down you right. know but that's a, so those are like do like to be able to do both, you have to have a lot of time, time. on your hands so but you, it sounds like this job working from TV or freelancing allowed you to kind of do both um, Oh, like, if you certain had a point, after, after a certain point, do you yeah. think if you had another job when you moved to New York, you know uh, would you had would you have been able to do both or have I think the same I had. you've been having because of
2: I think if I had a better – if I think I would have had, like, a waiter job, for instance, I would have had more time. And I honestly, I feel like if I had a different job, I probably would have been better off for it um, or more like a job that, like, not a full-time job because, like, Viacom is a full-time job. Like, basically, like, I get really competitive. So when I first moved to New York, I got on this show, and my bosses weren't nice. So I, like, I didn't act for, like, a year because I was, like, so invested in, like, proving them right. And then after a while, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm like, why am I, like, why am I even? So there was like a year I felt like I wasted. I was like, why the fuck yeah. why do I even give a shit? And, but because and I feel like, because I did have MTV, I had enough money. Because I couldn't, when I first got to UCB, I couldn't get a diversity scholarship to save my damn life. And those classes at the time were three fifty. So it's like, I like when people now take so many classes. I'm like I even now I can't afford it. Right. So I think working at MTV allowed me to have money to do both. Because acting class alone it cost you two hundred dollars a month, right. maybe you know yeah 200 a month ucb is 400 a month you know it's like you need money
0: i don't know if you've ever felt this way like things in your acting career there may have been a longer valley between mm. jobs or auditions or something mm. have you ever thought to yourself okay i'm just a producer now like that's what i'm going to end up being
2: i i've never thought like i just want to be a producer cuz my thing is like i don't like i don't have a girlfriend i don't have like kids and my Single. thing is yeah, single. Uh, and the thing is, like, to me, it's, like, uh, because I didn't grow up in, like, a really well uh, money, whatever you want to call it, area, my main goal is to, like, get on. People might say, like, oh, you want to be famous? Like, I want the voice that comes with being on TV because, to me, the voice that you have can help out so much stuff. So, like, for instance... Like, right now, I can go talk to kids at school, which is cool. And like,
1: that's actually what got you an agent. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah, on and talk you're literally going to So, like, talking to like kids you, like, doing, like, something that you thought was, like, it, which is a good thing to do. And, like, so yeah. your heart's in the right place. You're, yeah. you're, you're not doing it to just be
0: famous. Because
1: yeah. the thing is, like, you want – because the thing is, like, you know, go and talk to those kids. Like, yeah, help me out. And,
2: like, yeah, it was fun. They can relate. But, like, if I was the dude off of Empire the impact of me saying – stay in school as dumb as it sounds no, kids right. listen to celebrities not parents I mean, that's I mean just you had the kids in the
0: trailer I'm sure you told them oh yeah I told them <laughs>
2: listen I was like you know they're in it. You know, my damn snacks you know <laughs> but it's like I just feel like the voice you can have and the help like like think about yeah, think about like yeah. Abby and Alana yeah. like Abby and Alana like weren't on house teams couldn't right. get on a house team Right. and even the people who did get on you know what they're doing now they're employing them they're right. employing all of us Right. like you know like that's what they've done for the community they've like you know what I, they could have been like fuck UCB totally because UCB didn't help them out but they're like you know what UCB put us together
0: and we're gonna help support and now them. we're
2: gonna like give back to like maybe they still feel some kind of way but like you know what They. Kids, us, the performers, have nothing to do with that issue. There's also something, too.
0: I was just watching Master of None, the Izzy Zansari show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he gets to put so much of himself into Mm -hmm. that show. Like, you work really hard to hopefully be able to say something bigger in your work. Like, you just want your work to reflect more than just being cast as whatever role. His
2: cast, that cast is so diverse, and it's not a big thing. Right. I I mean, us here, you know? We're diverse. We wonderful, diverse. I mean, everyone's people. extremely attractive, and everyone's we do extremely. have to acknowledge that. Privilege. Oh yeah, I'm about to say we have to do it again. Like I looked over, I locked eyes with Jake, and I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot what I was talking about." Look at that. I'm like, oh, my god, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? But no, but that's the thing. It's like you just gotta. Yeah, it's like I think I think it was a double edged sword to answer your question. It's like you I mean, MTV helped pay for the classes. I kind of always wish I did have a job. I hated a little bit. I hated it more because I think they would have like furthered my intensity to get. On TV, but
1: but the goal know. is to like not have to work for. MTV oh yeah, anymore. the
2: goal is to like be a working actor and then go from that to directing. Yeah, go to directing, create own content. Because I want to like create a show that I don't have to be in. Okay, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, there is a way I can be like you know like Tina Fey does it. Like Kimmy Schmidt, she did a cameo, but she don't have to be on that show. She doesn't have
0: to be on the show, and it's her voice. It's her. It's show. her voice.
2: Like she doesn't have to do it. Like yeah. it's for her. Friends to be on. You know, yeah. like oh my friends need work. Boom. There you go. So you TV you're show. I
1: mean you're all in. There's never again Oh it's all in. This, so you're not there's never a point where you're gonna be like, you know what? I'm just gonna do this MTV thing. If I stop that means be... I
2: got somebody pregnant.
1: That's what that's what that <laughs> means.
2: But even on that end, like I've been getting kinda like flack because uh I don't like, well can, I mean, can I, what, can what I, Well what? so can, to speaking wait, of family what? though, can I ask you what? What? Wait, what were you gonna say? I'm what? saying like I'm gonna be honest. Like when people are like, Oh, you're single, like I give two shits can I say two shits I can give two shits about relationships right now (laughs) Uh because it's like people say I obsess over like making it which I kind of do so like my 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 weekends are like reading old scripts and whatever so it's like uh, I don't know man like when you're in a relationship like you got somebody else to worry about now I know like Especially if their and life do they is together,
0: understand what you're doing, and do you have to like. Yeah,
2: but then the things you don't want them like. To... I had an ex who was super supportive, but to me, it's like her life was together already. She owned her mm-hmm. own place.
0: Well, your life is together.
2: No, but not then though. Oh. Like that, then I was like crazy suicide. Like then I was yeah. like fucked up in the head, and yeah. it was like, and it was to myself, and it's like, what are you supposed to do? Like you I'm supposed know. to say like, because to me it felt like a burden on her. It's like, oh, you have your house, you have your 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 job. I'm still trying to like. Make Jake it, is very you know? together.
0: He's married. He's got like you married? yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: Jake's married. Oh, so what? Sorry to disappoint. You. Oh man, this asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But so like that's I mean, I was going to talk about family, so there are like so in your mind you're not really thinking about family. But we're get, like I mean, we're not it's tough, old but we're not that young, right? Yeah. So you thinking about Now I'm at the point where my parents and my family are like what are you doing? Like not in a
2: bad way, but like my family is super supportive of everything, but it's also that thing of like I'm an only child, Yeah. and oh, my yeah. parents are. My parents had me. My mom had me later in life, so my parents are very old, if you will. They're older. They're aged, and so like they want grandkids. Yeah, and I'm the only Milligan, and they want to pass that name yeah. down. I'm literally the last Milligan, so it's like if I do not have a child, preferably a boy. My name dies. <laughs> no, I'm saying yeah, it, no, it dies with me. And like that is something that I'm very knowledgeable of. But like now, like for instance.
0: But you're not in a place and you're yeah, getting I there. Like, and-
2: I like I think it's like I just started getting auditions I wanted like two weeks ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I don't like unless unless I meet somebody on the street and I'm like, oh, like I don't know, unless something dramatic happens is like
1: I just don't don't care So <laughs> you don't have like a there's not like a cutoff point like by the time I'm this age if this doesn't happen I'm no, gonna I really I have a no cut off do you have a New
0: York cutoff off where you'd be like I'm moving to LA. Uh, to LA I
2: do I do I do have a new, actually you know what it's weird because when I got on a UCB house team and I and I got my agent matter of fact the day I got the phone call I was on the house team was my cutoff day like for instance that morning and some of the people on the astronomy club knew but like that morning for instance I had just picked out an apartment to move to no so I probably picked out an apartment 9am New York time got the phone call from Nate Dern at like
0: 233. That's crazy. Same day. Wow.
2: literally the same exact no idea. Day.
0: That's so crazy. So I was crazy. like, I was,
2: because my thing is like, again, it used to be wasn't fun for me. I was like, man, people were mean and shit to me. And I was like, fuck I this. I'm out of here.
0: Being mean to I was an intern.
2: I was an intern worked at the front door oh. at Chelsea. I would say hello and people would not say hello back.
0: That's so mean. Well, those like
2: People are terrible. Like, those would are terrible. not say hello back. And now they're all very nice to me, which is so weird. Ugh. But it's like, when I say not say hello, I'm like, not say hello.
0: Oh, God. I hope but you now, remember them. Oh, I do good
2: <laughs> yeah he he uh oh, i remember them all
0: <laughs> that's really funny well i'm glad he didn't go good timing oh,
2: thank you oh, shit. guys i love you all you know love hey, you. but you know what though this is my thing i just feel like i don't know it's just everyone's everyone's like road is so different man like i have friends who like walked down the street and someone's been like hey you want to be in this movie, and it's legit,
1: <laughs> and it's like a legit movie, right. and that's how they
2: break.
0: And some you know? people, it takes them forever, but you just gotta yeah. stick with it and totally. Do you,
1: do you feel so? Do you feel like you sacrificed anything for this lifestyle oh, you've I been think living? So I think, maybe the I family think, thing or I sanity think, for a while. I think, like- yeah, I think, I think,
2: like I've been through like, I, th- I. But the thing is, I am also like an obsessive person, so it's like, you know, when I was going through like the whole like, I don't like saying depression, the sadness phase i was like it was because i put it on myself you know it wasn't like anything dramatic happened it was like over analyzing everything and being like they made it i'm not making it like everybody can, i'm not you know and like even now to an extent like i can get callbacks but like they all people who end up booking them are people who are already known so i'm like man i'm supposed to get on there already so it's like now i'm just like kind of balancing that out and then probably the relationship thing like the mere fact that like i broke up with my ex solely because of like I wanted more time to do like improv, and I was like, my mind isn't right. And then even now, where it's like, my friends keep trying to put me on dates, and I'm like, I don't care. like. I'm like, if there was a way to bomb a date, I've been bombing <laughs> dates. Left it's, like, like, like after a while, if they, if like the person I went talks about themselves for more than like seven minutes straight, I'm like, oh, this won't, this, this won't be fun. Work. This won't be fun for me. Like, Sorry. Like, like at least, like, unless you tell me, like you're, I don't know. You were a bank robber. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> but it's like, yo, I don't, like, I don't, like, I can't, man. I can't, like, I, like it kills me. Oh, oh you God. can't
0: hear someone talk about how they do digital marketing. I and mean, that... not even that, but I
2: feel like sometimes it's like people, like, yeah, it's like, what are you doing? It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, and there's some people who are like, I was on a date with someone recently and she took a photo of the dinner. No. To post on Instagram. And no. I got so, like, I don't want social media really. Yeah. I got so mad. I was like, "Did you just take a picture of the
1: appetizer? (laughs) It wasn't even the entree. No, the appetizer. appetizer. Like, was it
2: beautiful? I don't know." The thing is, all I know is when she took the picture, I started what was, hating advertising. You remember the, the, <laughs> the apples? It was deviled fucking eggs. I, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "How good are deviled eggs? Do you need good, to take a picture? Oh no, god. they're phenomenal food. Yeah, but you pissed me off so much, and I hate it. If
0: she can't roll with the, you, la- la- like joking about it too, no, um, forget it. Oh I
1: my, not, I used to not like deviled eggs growing up. Um, devil I devil love them eggs. now. Dude. I wouldn't take a picture of them. No, I, I love that love eggs. I'm an egg fiend. And that's what made me even <laughs> more mad is that you tainted the egg. I'm going to make some eggs when we're done this podcast. You should.
2: She tainted the she eggs. She
0: tainted the eggs. And They're the tainted is, now.
2: And the bad part, too, is that I think she thought the date went so swimmingly that I was like, <laughs> you have no clue. I was like, we've, and the thing is like, we were there for hours. And I was like, why? You ever why like do something you, you realize, wait.
0: How long this went by? I this know. has been an
2: hour and a half of my life.
1: Yeah. I should Shit.
0: be home alone right now. Like,
2: I could, yeah, you think about, I could have <laughs> took a nap. I could have been
0: We've been, been talking
1: for about an hour right now. Have we?
0: 50 minutes. Oh, Hey, oh. man,
1: you can talk. You're gorgeous. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, you just hold to hear his you Guys, listen, a... listen,
2: listen. Listen, I feel like well, I've hit on, wait, I feel like wait. I've hit on, I feel like I've hit on Jake what so much. Are questioning Jake my, my, what would you cast Jake as? What would you cast Jake
0: as if he were to? Oh,
2: I can tell you exactly what he is. Jake Jake is the guy in the rom com who all of a sudden like it's like the, the the woman lead who's like going after like the tall model guy. Yeah. Who the whole time she has the attractive best friend with the but personality she never beside sees her, him and yeah. she never sees him until one day until one day she gets real sad and then Jake goes outside and chops some wood. <laughs> in a wife beater or shirtless and she's like I, I oh. was thinking like a powdered wig yeah you know like oh my god like a Shops. George Washington he's, what? he's chopping some wood he's doing cause that's what always happens he's always to do something super masculine cause you can't, yeah, just, you can't like, just like you can't guy. just like books no. or like like a comic
1: you have to like, like, you, have to, like yeah. you know
2: oh yeah someone like someone has to call her like a, a bitch you gotta be like hey
1: I don't use that word
0: yes
2: you know and then all of a sudden she's like oh my what Take where have you been Jake. and then all of a sudden like he falls in love with somebody else it's a whole thing. I love.
0: We must write this movie. Jake, I think we just wrote a movie. Jake, you know <laughs> well, gonna be called the myth. Oh my oh! goodness! Oh my goodness! I love oh, it.
1: Yes. Oh, it's Jake, so how do you feel good. about Holy that? Holy shit! Can we, we get another? Uh, can you get us a meeting with HBO? Again? Oh, listen, if I can get,
2: <laughs> hey, I'm HBO, older. We
1: need some meetings. All right, Drive, you
2: a, can play fuck the game member. Oh yeah, listen, I'll be the game member. I, I'm the. One, I, oh listen, this I could be the reason. I could be the reason that you fall. She falls in love with you. I'm like, hey man, let me get your money. and, like, and it could be like, yes, but yes. but on the but on the low, we're best yes. friends the whole time, and I just yeah, dress yeah, up. it was
0: all set up, and it's like, yeah.
2: and it's like, hey man, let me get your money. Hey man, I really don't want to rob you, and you're, now, we're having this conversation, but she thinking you're like yelling at me. This you're is like, so real. Give me the money. Like, no, I'm not doing it. You and just, just like, up to right, that gang
1: leader.
0: You're like, oh my god. Yeah, that's so good. But we
2: can't make it stereotypical because if it was like one of those real movies, she'd be like, oh my God, do you want to have sex now? I've seen the script where it's like literally, it's like literally, it was one of the worst scripts of all time. It was like the female lead was like, uh, I'm stressed out, I don't want to do this. And the guy's like, hey, let me come make you feel better. And it's like, this is the first scene of them meeting each other.
0: Wow. He just got her name. He just got her name, and a he's like, hey. A man wrote that movie. Like, like
2: hey, let me make you. F-. And it's like, yo, what
0: the hell is this?
2: <laughs> and then you know what happens? She goes and gets. She does it. She goes.
0: Because a man wrote that movie. She goes
2: and make, you know, make her we film. We wouldn't have that happen to Jake. It would be like a no, nice. Jake, yeah. No, okay. You, you can't wear your it. ring in the movie, though. <laughs> you can't. Jake, what the hell? Just put it on a different finger. I know, man. Come on, Jake. Oh, he
1: moved it. He moved it. He moved it.
2: <laughs> oh. What's your wife's name? What's your wife's first Lindsay. name? Lindsay! Lindsay. Lindsey. Jake moved. He thought about it. He thought he about it. He pulled about it. He was like, "Up, oh, no. She may see me soon. I might forget. Woo, Lindsay!
0: Watch Lindsay, out. Lindsay. Lindsay, watch out.
2: He's feeling confident, Lindsay. Yeah. Uh-oh.
1: He's feeling confident. I think oh, oh no. no oh no oh my god it's off he took it off, ah, it. off. Lizzie, Lizzie, Lizzie! <laughs> oh Lizzie! no no put your shirt put, put, keep your shirt he's on he's looking for wood
0: <laughs> to chop Lizzie. he's going to find there's, fight wood. there's, there's wood. wood there's wood out here oh Look my god it's wood he's chopping wood
1: <laughs> first off uh, put my axe down put bur- my axe down alright yo know,
2: first off we just have to produce he's gonna go home with a bunch of wood for no reason <laughs> 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 his wife's gonna be like uh, we don't have a fireplace doesn't matter. I still <laughs> just like chop chopping wood <laughs> with music playing in the background, probably like some Marvin Gaye or something. Just like I love slowly it. chopping wood the Marvin Gaye with right. a fan, with a fan. Oh, so you that's just slowly, nice. have your, slowly have your hair blowing in the front, just like while chopping wood. That's, that's why most moments. men in
0: Brooklyn look like they're about to go chop wood. Oh,
2: because they all, because basically, like now, it's like being sensitive is cool. So all have beers, they all have books, but you still got to prove you're a man, which means you're a man. Man. you got to wear the right shoes. You got to you 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 have flannel, you got to fix a car, chop some wood. You know, so you gotta do both. Man, Which, Jake, life is tough, yeah.
1: right? It's, hey, you know real what? Real quick, do you have any advice for people who have a day job and <laughs> oh, sorry, and, sorry. and are trying to uh, balance a career or like an artistic endeavor? Oh, you, with a day job. <laughs> Before well, we hey, get back to Jake's oh, movie, my thing
2: about man, the only thing I can say is like, just don't get bogged down in the day job. Because mm. so I feel like sometimes you get used to the money, you get used to the money. Like friends, even right for now, security. like you get used to money, security, security. Like your life may be like whatever, so you need it. But the thing is, I feel like you have to be willing to get fired. I love that because you can't quit. You quit, you can't get unemployment. Sorry, the system. <laughs> I'm saying but you have to be willing to get fired because if you get fired, that means you got fired because you were trying to do what you want. You're wanted. someone who also you, know?
0: you figured out how to do it, and no matter what you were, you just made yeah, it work. Yeah, but also I, I you know firmly,
2: fear. I firmly believe in extremes because yeah, my thing is like at the all end all of the day in. is like the people, the people you read about, like. Like they've done some crazy shit. Yes. Like I mean, Brad Pitt being in a fucking chicken suit and like. Chris the Valley. Pratt was
0: apparently Chris, homeless. Chris Pratt,
2: yeah, Chris Pratt was homeless. You look about like, like, like Bill Gates dropping out of college. Like yeah, he didn't yeah. know. Like no one knew. Like of course there's tons of people. Yes, I understand. There's millions, of, millions of people who it didn't work out for. Right. But fuck that. Try you it. could be the one. Like the thing is, you could be the one person you that like everyone. The like there could be a podcast like, oh man. Jesse, Jesse fucking dropped out of school, fucking was graduated. like on the was like sleeping on the subway. Like for instance, how I met my acting teacher, it was at MTV, and it was with um this actor who moved to New York to model, lost his contract, became homeless for like four days. Acting teacher let him like act, like didn't charge him. He didn't pay her back to the second season of a hit show he was on. Wow. And it's like he fucking took it. He couldn't went home. Yep. Like not saying it's smart. like I like again, your extremes. Or everyone's extremes is different, but my thing is just whatever your limit is, you need to be willing to go past it just that's a little great. bit.
0: So that's great advice. That's great fuck advice. it, man. From someone who fuck it. is not? doing pretty freaking good, I'd like, say.
2: Thank yeah. you. Like you why not, why not try why not, why, not? why not try it? Because you don't want to be the person that's like, I don't know. You don't want to be like forty or fifty and have that like they said like the thing most um, people in their deathbed say is that I regret doing something. So why, do, why would you want to regret it? Fuck right. it, let's just do it.
0: Let's just do just, it. Like,
2: fucking,
1: let's chop some hang wood.
2: Out, you know, let's you know? chop some
0: wood. Let's do it. Make a podcast. Make a sexy producer calendar, and we have the plot of our next movie. So we're yeah. going to be okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's great.
2: Gosh, thank you, man. Thank, you so, I'm much, thank you so much,
1: for for being on the podcast.
2: No,
0: thank you for having this is a lot of
2: fun. No, thank this is you, great. Jake, for taking all this uh oh, yeah.
0: Jake, thank you attention. For just being thank me. you, Lindsay, yeah. too. You know? And thank <laughs> you, Lindsay. <laughs>
2: Lindsay, listen, if he starts doing more uh physical labor around the house, you're welcome. Okay. <laughs>
1: you're welcome <laughs> he starts doing all this yard work inside, I know but no inside reason a, inside a studio apartment he starts in, painting yeah.
2: like building like why are you putting a bracket on the wall it's, we need it yeah. Yeah. like you have nothing to put up there you're welcome
0: I love it <laughs> y'all right.
1: are so funny I love it okay
0: thank you thank you the Waiting
1: Game is hosted by Janie Stoller and Jesse Galley and is produced by Jake Smith. For more information, check us out online at facebook.com slash Waiting Game Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Waiting Game Pod.